Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I have been considering more about coming off of a fast and so I had a really funny conversation with Bob earlier in the week right after finishing the feast of 2024. I was like, am I just a crazy person for how resentful and filled with anger I was and he started laughing and he's like have I ever told you about my first really extended fast and so he and a friend of his had done a lengthy time with like a complete fast and then they had almost doubled the time doing just I think broth and juice and so he said by day 37 of the total time One of his sons came to him and was like, Dad, you're just a big meanie. Can you please stop this fast? And uh, it's just just cracking me up. Thinking about his son aged, you know, probably 12 and just accusing the dad of being a meanie, you know. And so, of course, like physically, you're pretty much wiped out by that point. And then you're like, and spiritually, I'm such a failure. You know, my son is never going to want to fast because I've just been so awful to be around. And so from a restoration standpoint, you know, 20, 25 years later, his son is actually fasting, which was a little burst of delight for Bob's heart. But I think that was just encouraging to be like, we're all just really human. It is actually really hard. <laughs> oh, So... Anyway, that was, <laughs> that's just a little freebie, I guess, <laughs> that it is actually just challenging coming off of a fast. And so one of the beautiful things that I wanted to just, I guess, speak over us, and this isn't just about fasting, this is a more broad, I guess, idea, is that it makes sense that when there is something that is actually really precious. Like, oh, here is this preciousness of the preciousness of the Father coming and being close to us. And we're almost to the end and there's like what should be a time of celebration and excitement. Like, yes, we've almost finished. (laughs) Instead, it becomes like, And now I'm just a failure and now I'm emotionally really distraught and I'm frustrated and I'm tired and there isn't the breakthrough I'm seeing. And I was thinking about this as another example of how the enemy comes and takes the Lord's glory. It's just, it's an example of theft to me. Like here's what should be something beautiful that instead it becomes shut down. And I think there's... I have noticed this pattern at different times over the last few years. And what I love about that is to be able to identify it and just say, oh, sorry about that, Lord. That just happened again. Oh, drat. I didn't want that to happen. I don't like it when your glory is stolen. Please forgive me. Wipe it clean. And Lord, do the work of mending and restoration. And then he does. (laughs) This is his specialty. And, uh, I think there's this part, okay, this is, this is such a personal example, and, but I'm just going to share it. So 
for some months, I would get necklaces from a particular company. And they were prophetic necklaces, and that was great. And when they came, I would look at them and usually hate them. But I would be like, all right, this is prophetically what is being proclaimed for this month. And I would put them in my pocket and I would pray over them. But they were really, really long. I'm not a super short person, but I felt like they would go down to my belly button. And nobody wants a necklace hanging down to the belly button. I mean, it's like whapping me and just not not my thing. So I never wore them. And uh, on Sunday, the, the first day after the feast, <laughs> the Lord said, there's a solution to this problem. You can shorten a chain without actually cutting it. And I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, I bet I could take a pin, like a decorative pin, and put it either through the links of the chain, if that is possible, or pin the necklace itself, maybe, um, like use that instead of the bit of fabric. And I went online to see um, if there were other solutions and somebody had said, you could put an earring through or you could, yeah, um, you could tie it in a knot, which I'm not going to do because trying to get a metal necklace untied doesn't sound like fun. But all of these were solutions where I thought, Lord, you just restored something to me that to me was, I mean, it was kind of like as good as dead. Like I'd never worn it. I didn't want to wear it. It was not pleasant to me whatsoever. And then to say, there is a simple solution for this. The point is when we are in a place where it's like, there is no glory here. I'm just grumpy and blah. And the Lord says, no, there is a solution. (laughs) Repent and then just enter into the glory, enter into the celebration. And so for anybody who is dealing with that sense of a lag of glory, I just ask, Lord, that you would release over us the beauty of who you are, that you would release over us the fullness, that for any place where we need forgiveness, that you would forgive us. For any place where we are wrestling with, oh, just the things of this world that we do not want to be in the ascendancy. Lord, we want you to be the one who is enthroned. And so we welcome your your wholeness. And Lord, <laughs> I thank you that a prayer like this really is kind of applicable at any time because it's not like the enemy only has one time a year that he's trying to steal glory. So I thank you that you are the one who does come and offer the restoration. We love you, Lord. Amen.